Welcome everybody, Filibuster Freestyle. We present F1 Feast, the Japanese Grand Prix from Suzuka. A heck of a race. We're not doing a theme song. It's a quick and dirty because frankly, it was a quick and dirty result for us to even watch the race. The race, of course, was at, I don't know, 1 a.m. Eastern time here in the States. Our record button didn't work. We were able to find it from like lap 30-something on in a replay last night to watch it and try to analyze it. Ipso facto. We have a few points to make on Suzuka, on the Japanese Grand Prix. But first and foremost, we had some sushi. We had a lot of sushi to celebrate the Japanese Grand Prix. Wasn't anything special? I'm not going to lie to you. It was supermarket sushi. It was from Big Y, which is a supermarket chair chain here in New England, unofficial sponsor of the week, Big Y, official sponsor of the week, Pop Sketch Designs. If you have holiday swag needs, look no further for the sports fan, music fan, pop culture fan in your life than Pop Sketch Designs, Etsy.com slash Pop Sketch Designs, or at Pop Sketch Designs on Instagram. So first of all, congratulations to Red Bull winning the Constructors' Championship with many races left. I think that was race number 16. There's like, what, nine more to go, eight more to go on the schedule, and they've already won it. And really, congrats to Max for Verstappen, because even though he hasn't officially won the Drivers' Championship yet, he alone basically has clinched a Constructors' Championship for his team as Checo Perez falls further and further into the rearview mirror, both metaphorically and literally, of his teammate, Max Verstappen. And you know what? I'll start there. Checo Perez is looking kind of done. Because Danny Rick and Yuki Tsunoda just got re-signed by AlphaTauri. I don't know who is going to drive in that second Red Bull. And I know technically Checo's got one year left in his contract. But you're telling me Red Bull, who owns four different cars on two different teams, isn't going to take the rookie phenom, Liam Lawson, and put him in a car somewhere? I think Checo's the odd man out. I can't see Liam Lawson being a test driver next year to make room for an injured Danny Rick and Yugi Sonoda when it's arguable that Danny Rick and Liam Lawson are doing better than Yuki Sonoda, and Yuki's not having a terrible year, even though he's driving a terrible car. I just think Checo's on the outside looking in. I mentioned Liam Lawson, and my number one takeaway from the Japanese Grand Prix is the rookies have come along. Earlier in the year, I literally think we titled one of the podcasts wherever the geography was of the, of the, the Grand Prix, that the rookies are getting eaten alive. And they were. Nick DeVries, Nick DeVries gone. Logan Sargent, probably gone. More on that in a minute. <clears throat> but Oscar Piastri, look the heck out. Ever since he got upgrades and McLaren made upgrades, Piastri gets them all a week after Lando Norris. Piastri has been killing it. Really since Silverstone, he's been killing it. Silverstone, killing it. And like I said, Liam Lawson, killing it. Now, Sargent is still a mess, but, you know, again, DeVries gone, Liam Lawson killing it, Sargent probably done, and Oscar Piastri looks like he could be a phenom. Potentially, he could be a phenom. Lance Stroll, if the Checo Perez is looking kind of done at Red Bull experiment, Lance Stroll experience needs to come to a close. Now, it might not because his dad owns the team, Aston Martin, but... With Latifi gone, Stroll is the worst driver on the grid in terms of a pay-for-play standpoint. With Alonso as a teammate, he just looks really bad every week. It's glaring how poorly this has been going. 
also has been going bad since about Silverstone. Silverstone, and um, so Piastri has been incredible since Silverstone, and Stroll has been garbage basically since Silverstone, and that's kind of where it's at. And so you're looking at a Red Bull team that is dominant. You're looking at a constructors' championship already clinched. Lewis is now breathing down the neck of Checo Perez for second place in the drivers' championship. Mercedes held serve against another game Ferrari effort. Ferrari was good again. Ferrari seems to have figured some things out. It's taken them, you know, 14, 15 races to do so. But they've figured some things out. McLaren has figured some things out. Mercedes, compared to the beginning of the year with their zero side pod concept still, have figured some things out. Aston Martin has been going backwards. They obviously put all their development into the front end of the season. But, you know, you're looking at some, you're looking at, Next year, 2024, the battle for second is going to be incredibly riveting in terms of the constructors. The question is just can anybody make a move on Red Bull? And if they can, then maybe the battle for second won't be intriguing because the battle for first will. But I think you get three, four teams that are all going to come in second place next year pretty easily, depending on how development goes over the winter. Last thing we'll say, because it is a short and sweet one from Japan, besides our sushi was delicious, shout out again a big Y. Uh, the crashes at the beginning of the race. Holy cow. Only 15 cars finished. The Haas brought up the rear. The Alpines, addition by subtraction, did okay. But at the end of the day, you know, you, you gotta like the fact, you gotta like the fact that the McLarens are incredibly exciting in between Ferrari, McLaren, Mercedes. That's three Real deal, Holyfield contenders for second place next year. And certainly this year, you know, Ferrari coming from behind, McLaren coming from behind. But Aston Martin may finish fifth after all. We'll see. All right, filibuster freestyle, a short and sweet F1 feast from the Japanese Grand Prix. Congrats to Red Bull, their sixth ever Constructors' Championship, second in a row. Good for you guys.